Hi, everyone, and welcome to our August end of month episode of Through the Portal podcast. Um, it's Chi and Alyssa here, ready to dive right into telling you all about uh, Daughter of the Deep, Lena Margot's debut novel, which was our August book club book of the month. Entering the portal in three, two, one. Welcome to Through the Portal Podcast, your speculative fiction book club. If you haven't read Daughter of the Deep yet, um, on a high level, the book is about two uh, families of pirates who have this long-held feud um, that has shaken up their whole homeland based on one pirate murdering the patriarch of the other pirate family. So our sorry story starts with our main character um, having to marry this enemy from the other family. And they go through this whole long journey where basically um, she finds out that the man she always thought was first her childhood sweetheart and then her father's killer was actually innocent the whole time. And turns out that really you never know who to trust because the actual killer was and spoiler here so turn it off now this is your last warning her uncle um and so just i guess Alyssa, to kick us off what was just your overall i guess thoughts about daughter of the deep i was really impressed with it and i like i feel bad saying like because it was a self-published novel because like obviously self-published author here but I do think it's really notable when you have a self-published novel that reads like a traditionally published book like I just give that author many more kudos than I give traditionally published authors because they had to go through that process on their own without help um so I was I was very impressed with it yeah I really loved it I thought that the world building especially was so artfully done and I am a sucker for good world building in any kind of like fantasy or even fantasy adjacent uh, novel. And so for me, the way that magic and like mysticism almost were woven so flawlessly into this world that otherwise felt like very real and old timey was just like, like chef's kiss, amazing, loved it. Yeah, definitely like the world building was so good. Like when she was walking through the town and stuff, I felt like I could fully envision myself there. And I love um, just like as a personal preference, towns that sort of have like that pirate town feel or yeah. like, the, like the inns and the bars and stuff like that. I, I love that in books. So that was really fun to read. Yeah, I guess what were some of your favorite just moments in the book overall? I'm trying to like <laughs> it's hard for me because when I finish a book I I have like my overall impression but it's like really hard for me to like stick particular moments oh but ah what's her name that little the red dragon girl the little one yeah love her the first time that we meet her in the book I was like oh my gosh and then that whole scene where they were like oh my gosh you're the one who killed her dad like yeah. <laughs> Kira's been all upset um about people killing her dad the whole time and she realizes that 
she's actually done some pretty bad stuff too. And it sort of shifts her attitude in the novel. That was a super memorable moment for me. Yeah, that moment was actually, I think, the moment that I decided that this was a five-star book for me because I think a lot of times heroes in stories, the the consequences of their actions, they're never really forced to consider them beyond like an ends justifies the means kind of situation. And I think the the power of her having that moment of being like, yeah, by the way, this thing that has been the driving justifier of all of your behavior in this entire book, you are that for someone else. Yeah. Like you, you are that person in someone else's life. And you're being received with compassion and and warmth. And maybe warmth is a bit of a stretch, but like you're being received, period. Yeah. You know, because if it was the other way around, I feel like if one of her family members had had to marry like a red dragon woman, at, at least here at the beginning of the novel, I don't know that it, it would have been the same. You know what I mean? And I, that moment I loved. And then I just love, and one of our, um, one of, someone submitted like that, that quote where the girl is like, you're the nightmare of the four seas. And she just has like that hero worship. Yeah. That was that character just in general loved. Yes. Well, and like that, the fact that, well, she doesn't know that Kira is also the one who killed her dad, but like the fact that she has like that admiration for Kira when that happened, um, it just like, it hit me in the heart. (laughs) She was a really well done character. Yeah. Um, I think for me, other memorable moments are the whole um situation when they first get to that like basically shack and like I think for me it was seeing Ronan like towing this line between standing his ground and his self-respect but also wanting to like respect her wishes um that was like my first inkling of like oh I might actually like this guy because he's not like to borrow a term from romance he's not like an alpha hole um to be like no this is how it's gonna be but he also wasn't like a pushover he wasn't like oh yeah whatever you say because I'm trying to get into your good graces there was I think that was a, a moment that made him feel like a real person I guess for yeah. me and then it just developed so wonderfully from there Definitely, I have a lot to say about Ronan and like the character part of this podcast because he was done so well. (laughs) Loved him, loved him. Um, But yeah, I guess just in general, then like let's talk about the the plot Mm. of the story. What did you think about the plot, um, pacing, like all of that kind of stuff? I liked it a lot because. I feel like it's a plot that I've seen before in a lot of books. So like, like I felt like as I was reading it, it felt really familiar to me. I knew what to expect coming from it, but just the way it was told through the characters and the experiences that they had made it feel like something really new. Um, So I really enjoyed that because I tend to really like books that kind of feel familiar to me. I like being surprised too, which I don't know if I was really hit by any big surprises in this book, but it kind of felt like 
reading a modern rendition of Romeo and Juliet mashed with like Hamlet and but it's like pirate fantasy so I really liked that interesting um I will say for me it took me a second to get into the plot of the book just because I'm actually not a huge fan of enemies to lovers normally um, okay. as a trope in books. And I think that's, I mean, there's a, a lot of reasons for that. I think one of the biggest things is because normally when that's done, there's real hurt and there's real offense that colors the relationship that are things that I feel like can't just be brushed away by like, well, now you were nice to me and now you're attracted to me. So we're okay. Um, and in the beginning of the book, I mean, I had a feeling Ronan probably didn't kill her dad, but I think there was still so much bad blood just between their families that I was, and also forced marriage isn't always my favorite either. And so I think for me, I just starting the book off, I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. Um, like it, the world seems incredible from, from jump, like from literally moment one, when they're just describing kind of like her family, getting her ready to go through this. I was like, love this dynamic. Don't know if I'm going to love the um, tropes that are built into this. And I thought that they were both done in such amazing, healthy ways yeah. where one, like kind of what I was talking about before, um, the, there wasn't this like automatic, um, everything's okay because he didn't, he didn't kill her dad. Like that wasn't like, and now everything's fine. Like there was still bad blood. There was still other offenses to reckon with. There was still two families hurting and grieving. There were still bad people in both families. I thought that was huge. Yeah. Um, and so that's one kind of major, um, major thing that kind of like started to bring me around getting to meet his family, getting to know him better, I think kind of brought me around. And then two, I just think in both ways, the forced marriage aspect of it and the enemies to lovers aspect of it were we under we really got to see them I guess like grow back together and have to extend forgiveness and patience and like rebuild a relationship and I was like that's if you're gonna do it that's how it has to be done yeah that's how it has to be done these are two people like basically co-healing yeah and I loved that yeah and the well and I think like just with Lena's background like she's a therapist and she yep human emotion on such a like deep level yeah definitely incorporated that um into how she built her characters so that was they were really well made yep yep and I also just like talking about the world building again like I can't say this enough like this world was so wonderfully built like I, I, I think yeah, go. I wanted more of Hyrus though. Or I, I think really? like the I felt like we were there for such a short time. It was like a couple chapters and they found what they like the little thing about her dad and then they left. And I was like, I feel like there's so much more to this mystical jungle world where everything can kill you. And we don't get to see them 
spend more than like a night there. I don't even know if they spent like a whole day there. Honestly, I don't know either, but I think that's interesting to hear you say that because I think for me, what I loved about that was seeing them all on the ship together. And I thought that for me was like much more what I wanted to see and what I wanted to get out of the book. Like I think for a story that's about pirates, they spend a, a huge amount of this book on land, like uh-huh. in the town where they are all from. And so when I finally got to see them like actually take to the seas, I was like, here we go. This is what I signed up for. And I thought that description of, and all the different characters too, like seeing their vast levels of, what's the word I'm looking for? Their vast levels of like familiarity with like being on the boat and comfort being on the boat and like just the absolute amount, like the joy that you could tell that it brought Kira and some of the other characters like in her family. And it just, I don't know that for me it loved it so much like it's hard to even put it into words that was probably my favorite part of the book what now that I'm thinking about it was seeing them all have to go through this thing together and the reluctance on both sides and then starting to mend wounds and like laugh together and all of these moments and then still seeing how like the fear and the mistrust kind of like colored their experiences of that in some ways, but then like their love of the sea and of what they were doing kind of like bridged the gap in some ways. I thought that it was such a great, a well-used plot device, not because not only was it just fun to read and it was fun and it was like, we're taken to the seas, we're doing this thing that we might all die, who knows? But then also she used it so well to drive forward the plot um, in terms of like the personal dynamics between characters in so many different ways, so seamlessly. Yeah. Speaking of when they're on the water, that just like triggered another memorable moment for me. When she summons the freaking sea dragon. Oh yeah. And it like eats the other ship that's attacking them. I felt so satisfied after reading that because those characters were like so rude (laughs) I mean they're assassins for hire so (laughs) I was just really frustrated with them and they seemed really stuck up and haughty and then when the dragon ate them I felt really happy about it yeah again I think for me that ties into the way that like the magic and the mystical were tied so effortlessly into this story because when that happened I was like yeah of course here we go big reveal let's do it and then afterward like after finishing the book I reflect on it and I'm like it's crazy that there was actually a lot like a lot of magic in this book yeah but it it almost just feels so normal because it was so the way it was written was so it almost feels more like magical realism than fantasy, even though it's definitely fantasy. Yeah. It was woven so intricately and seamlessly into like what made the story feel real, if that makes sense. Yeah, I felt the same way about it. Like it didn't read like a hard fantasy book, but there were so many hard fantasy elements in it. And I thought that was really interesting because I don't know if I've actually ever read a book 
that makes magic feel that real but it's actually a fantasy book but it doesn't feel like a fantasy yeah exactly like this book could almost be historical fiction right yeah it's like this is this is a completely made up world completely made up powers completely made up everything but like I feel like you could put this on a historical fiction shelf and a reader could read it and be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, this is tied to this period in the world's history. And it's like, I don't know. I just think that's such a unique thing to Lena and like her specific writing style in writing this. Um, so I really, really, really enjoyed that. Me too. And then I think we did have like, we had like some other readers who like felt the same way. People just really saw, I mean, one person said like literally everything's flawless um, from tone, environment, themes and characters. Um, then just talking about how well like the high seas blends in with like all these different islands. And I, I don't know, I think that was just, that's what makes this book really such a joy to read is like, you know what? I'm going to say it. I think whether you are a character reader, um, like you read for character development or you are a like world reader and you read for the world building, the, the settings, whatever you are into, I guess, in a book, this book does all of them so well that I feel like you literally can't go wrong reading it. Yeah. Well, and between the two of us, I mean, you're much more of a character kind of detailed oh, yeah. reader, and I'm much yeah. more of a plot action reader. Yeah. And we both loved it. So yeah. that seems yeah. it. <laughs> Such a good call out. And then I guess speaking of characters, who was your favorite character in the book? You can't say Kira or Ronan. Dang. I don't um, remember their names. I'm like horrible with names too. I'm like flipping through pages. I'm like, come on. Whatever that little girl's name was, I loved her. Um, I'm also flipping through the book right now. <laughs> I loved her, but I don't remember her name. I don't know if there was a character that I really didn't like. I love Griffin. He's great. I love Griffin. Um, Elian, the guy who turns into a wolf. Oh my God. Okay. I, Ronan's amazing, whatever, but like, give me Elian. Like, yes, yeah, I, any day. Yes. Like, loved him. His, his whole thing, everything about him. I was like, the, I was like, from when he first showed up, I was like, okay, bring that back. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> done with that character. <laughs> we need a, a return. And then when you find out like everything about him, I was like, mm hmm, mm hmm. Mm-hmm love that (laughs) yep yeah he's one of those characters that just like kept getting better when you didn't know that was possible throughout the book yeah um and then the name of her cousin started with an s the girl one who ended up sneaking on the ship with them it's like saith or saith i should probably think about it um oh my gosh i hated um her other cousins finna was yeah, the hated, her. hated her. Literally hated her. You but were like, I don't think there's a character I disliked, and I'm like, no, I I hated her pretty actively. Yeah, I know it was interesting too because a lot of the characters, like Finna, I guess, is one of the characters that I thought was very one dimensional. Like she had this one personality trait where she was just 
an annoying flirt out to get Kira and I didn't really feel like she was anything beyond that but um I was okay with that though like I felt like she was just a character that I was supposed to dislike and so I was okay with disliking her but definitely she would annoy the heck out of me in real life (laughs) so I actually thought her her lack of dimension was dimension in a sense that I guess I read that as like, she's a person who's very comfortable presenting a one dimensional view of herself in the world. And there were little things I in the reading and this could totally be projection, but there's little things in the reading where I was like, yes, she, she does this on purpose. She wants to be viewed in this way because she doesn't want to work hard because she views it as her right, basically, to be taken care of by other people in her family. And that's why I hated her. Okay. I was like, it's one thing to, and to be fair, I personality wise, no, but conviction wise, I identified a lot with Kira. And so I think part of that is I really understood her frustration when it came to these members of her family, because like, it's one thing to not be into the same things that I'm into, right? Uh-huh. It's another thing that the things that I'm into are the things that allow you to live your very vapid one-dimensional lifestyle. And then you're going to constantly try to make me feel bad about it. And yeah. I think that's what drove me insane is I was like, it was literally like a don't bite the hand that feeds you <laughs> kind of thing. And it just like, oh, it irritated me so much. Yeah. Okay, and then obviously we have to talk about Kira and Roman. Yes. Um, which Kira for me was probably one of the most likable, unlikable women I've ever read in a book, if that makes that sense. Such a good way to put it. Because like, honestly, sometimes while I was reading, I couldn't stand her. And then like, I loved her for that. Uh-huh. Like it just... I think that added to the dimension because I think what you're never going to a hundred percent like and a hundred percent agree with like what um, uh, any person in real life is, right? Like even if this is someone you love very deeply, there's always going to be things about them you don't understand or that frustrate you. And I like reading this, it literally felt like that about this fictional woman. There were times when I was like, can you please literally like get control of yourself okay what is wrong with you 10 seconds (laughs) and and then I loved that because I was like yeah that's how I want to feel reading reading a person I felt like I was reading a person and I think that's also what contributes to like the almost like historical fiction element of it is you very quickly learn so many things about her past, her life, her struggles in the context of this larger world that I think it, she grounds the world and the world grounds her, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does. Yeah, she and Ronan are probably two of the most like real characters I think I've read in fiction in a really long time. And Kira, like, even though she annoyed the heck out of me, I completely understood her whole perspective of where she was coming from. And Lena did a super good job of doing, I think, a mix of internal dialogue versus what she outputted as actual dialogue. So you could see that she was harboring pain and you could see how that was affecting her. And then you saw Mm -hmm. her laugh out in anger and lose control because of that. 
So yep. she did a really, really good job of showing underlying motivations for why Kira acts the way she does. But it was still like, can you get it together, Kira? He's trying to be nice to you. Yeah. So, especially when you don't think he's a killer. Yep, exactly. Exactly. And I think that's something I had to remind myself a lot of through the book is like, I know he's probably not the killer because that's how fiction works. But in her real life, this is the person that killed her dad, period. That is a fact. And so I think it, it was interesting navigating their relationships through that lens where it's easy to get frustrated with her because you're like, obviously he didn't do it. And then I would have to remind myself like, well, it's not obvious. Like she very much believes wholeheartedly that he did do it. Mm-hmm. And that he like double betrayed her because he was her first love. So exactly. There's that other added layer to it. That's true. And then in terms of Ronan, I have to be honest, like so many, so many people are like, oh my gosh, he's like dream book boyfriend. I love him so much. Interestingly, and in that same vein of characters that feel like real people, I loved Ronan as a character. And then as a person, I was like, oh, I don't think I could ever be in a relationship with you. Really? Yeah. Which was interesting for me because I feel like that's not, that's not normally the case for me when I'm reading a book. But yeah, I I loved him so much as a character. I thought he was so interesting. I thought he was, it was interesting to see how he and Kira are opposites in a lot of ways with how they react to things and what they put out into the world. Um, And then at the same time, I was like, yeah, he wouldn't be for me. If I was gonna date anyone in this story, I feel like it would either be um, Griffin or is it Elian, Elian? Elian. Elian. The one name I like remember very well. Yeah. Well, and Griffin. Um, yeah, I, I haven't actually thought about whether or not I would personally date Ronan, but I really liked how I thought he was a really, really good example of what it looks like to be a healthy man. Like he oh, had yeah. yes. masculine presence, but he was also super understanding and super patient. And I really liked that there was a male character who like had an alpha presence, but was also like very calm and like just not an asshole. No, I, I agree. I think it was really refreshing. Like I said, I like, I end up reading a lot of like romance novels for my like I don't want to call it mindless reading because I love romance. This is a genre and I think it's really underrated and not taken as seriously as it should be. But those books are maybe a little more like digestible, right? Yeah. And I, so again, the alpha whole thing where it's almost like this person's a, a borderline bad person, except for with the heroine. I see that so much. And I think that's like, that was a big thing I loved about him is it's like, no, I genuinely believe Ronan is a, a good person, like to people who know him, period. Yeah. And yes, he had a special place in his heart for Kira. And that did color his determination to prove his innocence and make their marriage work and all of that. But also I feel like even if she had never softened to him, he would never have stopped being a good person to her. And I think that is so powerful to see in a book. Definitely. Sure. Yeah. 
And someone said like, just how the cast in general were, were like, they loved that they were real people, that they weren't like props in Kira and Ronan's story. And I really loved that, but it's also so hard because then it's like, I want a book about Reagan. Like that has nothing yeah. to do with this. I want Reagan's story. And then I want Alien's story, like nothing to do with the rest of them. I just want, like, I want him to have a happily ever after. And I want like, which again, with her warnings that everything gets really dark in books two and three, like even darker. I'm like, well, I don't know if happily ever after is going to happen for anyone, but okay. <laughs> and Griffin. We'll find out. Yeah. I would love to have an Alien story. I mean, just the fact that he can turn into this gigantic, terrifying wolf alone, yep. I feel like warrants its own book. Yeah. If you're listening to this, please make that happen. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But yeah, I think that was the 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 coolest thing for me. And I know that's weird to say, but just being able to like the the like romantic lead basically which is Ronan without me being like oh yeah yeah I want a Ronan I was like I really don't and yet love him so much yeah I loved him and Kira together yeah like, they were like normally so fun. normally in fantasy relationships like I feel kind of jealous about the main guy <laughs> character like he's with her not with me <laughs> <laughs> Or, um, but yeah, I didn't feel that way with Ronan and Kira. Like, I felt like yeah. they were really meant for each other. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's like, I couldn't insert myself there because I was like, no, no, no they have to be together. Mm -hmm. The two of them belong together. Yeah. Which I feel like, yeah, that's, a, that's actually a, an excellent way of putting it. They are, yeah. So I guess just to kind of like pull everything together, what were kind of your overall just your final thoughts anything else you want to say about the book and then would you recommend it would you read other ones in the series just yeah any final thoughts definitely I recommend this book especially if you're a fantasy reader and and like happen to like other genres like historical fiction because it definitely fits into that kind of vibe um and yeah I want to read the other ones too I know what sisters sister of the stars is the next one yeah and then she's working on the third one right now yeah um she released the title on her instagram but i don't remember what it was called but it sounded really cool something about moons i think i um just started reading sister of the stars so if that doesn't say that i recommend the book i don't know what does um absolutely recommend this book i think like we said for whatever kind of reader you identify as this book will be a great read for you um a hundred percent in planning to read sister of the stars even though i'm scared for it to get darker um and then yeah i don't know i am really really um glad that we did this honestly as a book club book because i don't know that i would have ever read it just because like i said that like enemies to lovers uh, forced marriage are both tropes that aren't always my favorite in a serious sense at least I like them sometimes if it's like dumb if it's like this is my enemy at work I'm like I can get behind that but like a more serious arc not always my favorite and this might have turned the tides like in favor of those two tropes in my life that's awesome <laughs> 
All right. Well, I guess that kind of like wraps up our conversation about Daughter of the Deep, but we are moving now into September. Alyssa, do you want to tell them what's coming up in September? So for September, we are reading The Fair Queen by Lindsay Hall. It's book one in The Fair Chronicles. I'm currently about through chapter 10 right now, getting ready for it. We are very excited to talk about this coming up next month. Yeah, so stay tuned um, till the 15th to hear our interview with Lindsay, um, where we're going to talk all about the book. And in the meantime, um, happy reading. Happy reading. And rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Bye.